Hey, this is Brandon, and I like playing old role-playing games, and I'm not very good at them. Join me as I get killed on Oblivion, get a TPK on the Final Fantasy IV randomizer, or self-flagellate with ancient TSR computer games. Marvel at my hubris and unearned confidence every other Wednesday at 6.30 Eastern on twitch.tv slash Growling Goblin Studios. No, absolutely not. Not in this podcast. Cork noise. <laughs> this is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. Last time. The hungry heroes battled with a voracious monstrosity. Johannes fed the monster. Cut, cut. Do it again, but with more accent. Go. Last time, the hungry heroes battled with a voracious monstrosity. Johannes fed the monster. Cut, cut, cut. You do it again, but a little bit faster. Thank you. Last time, the hungry heroes battled with a voracious monstrosity. Johannes fed the monster's corpse to a flob with gnashing human teeth. And the party set off again. Well, cut, cut, cut. All right, remember, you're supposed to be the Lord of the Night, not a tour guide. Come on, get with it and go. I'll need some music then. Welcome to my haunted lair. Now, let me tell you a quick story. Last time, the hungry heroes battled with a voracious monster. Johannes fed the monster's corpse to a flop with gnashing human teeth, and the party set off again. Finding a wooden doll designed to hold armor, they realized they must return to the library to retrieve the suit of armor they left behind. But What should they find upon reaching the library door? Why, everyone's favorite fistless magical shopkeep, Monzi! (sighs) Finally. So, as we saw before on the last episode of Quid Pro Roll, you all had opened the door to a familiar voice, a familiar face sort of and the familiar sights of moonsy's shop the familiar absence of a face the familiar absence of a face yes god that sounds uh, like such a nightmare like statement <laughs> i really need to like uh so for those of you who don't know i've been doing a, a project where i've been drawing tarot cards for quid pro roll i need to put moonsy as one of them because he wasn't in my initial plan and he he needs a card well he's especially great. because he's the easiest one to draw you just draw <laughs> yes, a, a circle yeah he uh i like that some of members of the fandom have started calling him friender man uh friender that, man. that brings me joy sounds like a nickname i'd get alex where can people go to see these tarot cards uh, on the Discord, for the most part. Bit.ly slash Goblin Discord. We've started this strong. 
<laughs> Wonderful. I'm glad that we we aren't even a minute in and we've already dropped a bunch of shameless self-promotion. Yeah, there's some um, cool t-shirts. Uh, if you I'm for it. Those out. Yeah. Guys, guys, you're starving. Also, you've I've got a GoFundMe. <laughs> yeah, we're starving. We're starving. Please hell. fund us. <laughs> and Moonzy Shop is finally here. Does Moonzy sell like... Does Moonzy sell like, does he sell like jerky or bugles or anything here? <laughs> I remember. <laughs> uh, he makes it so that you have to like oh, man. put them on your fingers like uh, witch talons. Can I get a uh, plus one to my unarmed there, strike with there's bugles? There's no <laughs> other way to eat them. You say that like there's any other option. I also Y'all act like I don't just like fit, like just take fistfuls of bugles and slam them into my mouth. A fistful of bugles and a few bugles more. <laughs> a fistful of bugles is, is a sky album for sure. Um, he doesn't have the bugle. He doesn't Fourth have bugles. Way. He doesn't have Fourth. jerky. But if you remember, you guys got those uh, bun, those those rice bun trail ration things that when you threw them through fire, they became dumplings. Yeah. I, rice so bun historically, you have gotten food. Mm-hmm. And he said he said he thought he had some more of those, if I recall correctly, from he did. last time we recorded, which has been a minute. He's going to, as you guys uh, stumble into the store, he's going to pick up a small crate of them and start unloading it. You can see that they're wrapped in a sackcloth in uh, like sort of bundles it looks like you're buying like really small bags full of rice grains it's like it's like uh it's like going to crystals yeah it's like going to crystal burger except they're very 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 small they're not just very very small uh i'm gonna also way to go for crystal burger and not white castle i see you i see you last time i would have gone to a burger place has been a hot minute five years i will tell you if crystal burger started selling impossible i'd be very happy yeah, I'm not an impossible fan. I'm 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 only I'm only here for the possible things. Keep it in the uh, realm of real. So I I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say that things are about to get a little wild because Solinar is going to rush over to the crate that Moonsy is unpacking and go, they just take fire, right? Uh, y- yes, my friend. And though- then he's he's going to cast burning hands into the crate. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's going to be like uh, those those movies where they're like the huge popcorn happens and then the huge popcorn washes over the entire. It'll be like that. OK, so I rolled for Moonzy to just get out of the way uh, and he succeeded. Yay. So Solonar is going to shoot burning hands at this crate of foodstuffs and it is going to make a. <laughs> sound uh and suddenly a man-sized pile of dumplings roughly equivalent to boat's height is going to have erupted let me just real quick would you rather fight a man-sized pile of dumplings or a dumpling-sized pile of men (laughs) i got um i I don't know if i don't don't know if this changes your mind at all about the man-sized pile of dumplings but i went ahead and rolled fire damage and i managed to almost max uh, I got a six and two fives for a total of 16 out of a possible 18 fire damage from burning hands. Way to literally burn your good rolls before you need them. I mean, this is the way of Solonar is I We're burn my hungry. rolls on really, really, really ridiculous things. 
Uh, each of the each of the buns is going to cost you like two, three copper, which I'm not so, going, which is negligible enough. I'm not really. I'm just going to re- reduct a silver solinar from your inventory. I'm I'm sorry. Hold on a second. You're telling me that it's a couple of copper per bun. Mm-hmm. You burned Ten, five buns. I I burned five buns. That's a silver. I mean, I'm assuming that you're not eating all of them. It's a human-sized pile of food. All I know is that as Solinar uh, burning hands the crate of rice, and then the buns just start, like, bubbling up and out of the crate into a, like, huge heap, uh, he's just, like, he's got that smile and nod, like, Jack Nicholson in anger management. Just like w- mouth wide open, eyes kind of crazy and bugged out, and just like, yes, yes. Do one more, one more. Keep it going. Yes. <laughs> and then he starts eating them, just like just like shoveling them into his face. So now you're Garfield. Yes. <laughs> All right. Boat. Um. Boat's going to start fighting Solinar for some of the ones that he's shoveling into his face because Boat is also hungry and he doesn't know how to cast Burning Hands. <laughs> Get right. your own. Koza? Koza's going to try to grab up a few of the ones that have rolled off to the sides. Johannes? I'm going, I'm going over the top. <laughs> so Johannes <laughs> leapfrogs over like face first and just like lands with his face in the food and begins eating. My God, it's Johannes over the top rope. <laughs> just eating his way downward. It seems like you have missed a few meals, my friends. Nope, we've had uh, three more today than usual, Moonsy. Oh, um, odd. Who's it? Oh, who's it? Who, who's, who, who is this? Oh, you are a new face. Uh, your friends call me Moonsy. And you are a no face. It's good to see your no face, Moonsy. <laughs> um, uh, well, um, I, 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 I take it this is normal? My shop appears where it is most needed, my friend. Well, um. These are great, and so you are definitely most needed. I am glad to be of an assistance. I will run up a tab. Uh, he just kind of looks at all of you, shoveling. Uh, Even Alita has, like, grabbed a few off to the side and is, like, turned away and smashing them into her face. Alita's, like, stuffing her jacket. Like, she's <laughs> lining her jacket with sandwiches. <laughs> well, she can't take her mask off to eat in front of you guys, so she's turning mm. away and, you know, mm. eating that way. Could Moonsy look at Alita? No one, you don't know. Let's, this is a great science experiment. <laughs> he doesn't, you know, it could permanently blind him. He doesn't have eyes. It, he still can clearly see. But what if he's like Daredevil and everything's just a world on fire? <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to stop you right there because I don't think that a thing without eyes can clearly see. I don't know. If I'm the only Maybe, one who feels that well, way. Maybe Moonsy's face is just one big eye, but it's got glaucoma or something and it's clouded and that's why it just looks white. <laughs> that's upsetting. That's a very Aww. terrifying visual. Well. All right. You all are going to be able to eat enough <laughs> to sate your hunger. Actually, 
very uncomfortably and quickly it comes on this feeling of uncomfortable, almost painful fullness. I have a question. Yes. How long have we been in here and eating? Like two, three minutes. How long have like, all right. So how long have we been in the dungeon and have been feeling this hunger and consuming things? It's been like a day, maybe two. Oh, wow. So we're like well overdue for some kind of biological remedy to this situation. <laughs> but like, so, I think it's been a day, Max, because you guys haven't even rested. No, we haven't slept at all. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been about a day. Yeah. We're, it sounds like we're about 12 hours overdue for something to <laughs> make room for stuff. <laughs> Does Moonsy have a bathroom? I, You know, to get a business You guys permit- act like we've ever adjudicated bathroom usage. Roll well, for constipation. I mean, like, what do you want well, from people? Me? People is just tubes with arms and legs. Stuff's got to go somewhere. <laughs> you know, I, if Moonsy got his business license to operate this place, he would have to have a working bathroom. Look, yeah, man, having we... to go to the bathroom in scary situations is how Corpse Party went sideways in Chapter Four, or is it Chapter Two? I don't know what we're talking about. All I know is <laughs> I, I. Um... Need to use the bathroom, Moonsy. What do you? Uh, what kind of accommodations do you have? Let's let's have There's this discussion. A, there, he points to a door you don't remember seeing before. Please Whoa. help yourself, my friend. The toilet appears where it's most needed. It says for customers only. All you freeloaders, get out of my store. I have been running you a tap, my friend. You oh. are perfectly fine. Perfect. Perfect. I'm so glad we're using 3.5 rules. So I have this roll for constipation stat. <laughs> oh, God, no. Please roll stop. will to hold it in. There's a lot of skills. <laughs> okay, I'm going to be in here. Solinar <laughs> is laying on the heap of buns. Uh, he has like half of one in one hand and like just a, a fragment of one in the other. And he's like, oh. I think I ate too fast, you guys. Actually, that's very strange. I've only been eating this one, but I don't, I don't feel that. I thought I was starving, but I don't really feel that way right now. All I know is my tummy hurts. The pain. It's all just going to come back, you know. We're going to be fine for a little bit. And then we're going to get hungry again. Cause is gonna step out of the shop. The, you notice as you step out, there. Do you close the door behind you? Question number one. Uh, I don't think I do at this point. Okay, you just step outside and hold the door open. Yeah. Okay. So as you step outside, as you leave the threshold of the comforting aura of Moonsy's shop, again, you you feel like a weight has been dropped on your shoulders. It's this really oppressive negative aura hello darkness my old friend you no longer feel quite as sated as you did do i feel straight up hungry or just not quite as sated no you feel not quite as sated but there is you there is food in your belly and you are comfortable at the moment because it's going to step back into the shop as you step back in, the you feel that weight sort of lift from your shoulders as you escape the oppressive aura of the temple. Overall, you seem comfortable, and your stomach feels a little bit more stretched than it did a second ago. Okay, so the, the feeling of being super full is back. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I think I just figured out that the, um, 
the fullness, it's it's not real. Johannes uh, steps out of the bathroom. Oh, hey, everybody, here's some space for some funny bathroom noises. Hey, rollers. Sound guy stepping in for a quick moment here. I need your help making the best funny bathroom sounds. So pause the episode if you can, prepare your best funny bathroom sounds, and let's see if we can make Josh laugh. All right. Three, two, one, bathroom sounds. <laughs> Koso, what do you mean? Well, I stepped out out of here and I felt less less full. But then when I stepped back in, some of the fullness came back. Oh, let me try. Johanna steps outside. Are you going to Koso, are you holding the door open for him? Yes. Okay. It is going to be a little less pronounced for Johannes, but as you step outside of the shop and into the hallway of the temple, there is this dark, oppressive feeling that washes over you. The feeling of of being sated and having enough food has sort of faded away. You went from, you know, being really full to being like, oh, you know, let's order dessert. Hmm. Could really go for some dessert right now. Do you return? Oh, sure. Yeah. As you step back into the shop, you begin to feel sated and comfortable again. The idea of dessert kind of turns you off a little bit. That'd be too much. Hmm. Dessert would be too much. What am I made of money? (laughs) Oh. Maybe it would be wise for us to put Solinar back in the hallway. I'll roll him out. Don't don't move me. Too late. I'm rolling you out. I just need a minute. Come All on, right. Veruca uh, Salt. Johannes, I want you to roll uh, strength. Roll a roll. Roll, roll check? Yeah, roll a roll check. Roll a strength. Um, oh, Solinar, yeah. roll of also strength. Are you are you contesting my roll? I am. Um, Solinar does not want to be moved right now. Yeah, I got an 18. Yeah, uh, I've got some bad news for Solinar. He got a five. Mm-hmm. So Johannes is able to roll Solinar out of the shop. Uh, oh no! Oh, it, oh and, god! And on our way through, we bump Koza holding the door. Koza roll dexterity. Well, if you all pump bump me, I don't really try to hold it. But uh, oh, you're not gonna try and hold the door. Well, if I'm bumped out of the way. Yeah, well, okay. I'm Wait, just a person door, here, Which Koza? way does the door open? The door opens out toward the toward the hallway. Kadunk. Um, yeah, I only rolled a um eight or ten. All right, the door closes behind Solinar and Johannes. See, don't you feel better? Already? So I think, but I think I'm also outside. If it opens outwards, are and you? I hold, held the door open. Well, if I got bumped in a way that would have bumped me. So I'm, yeah, I, yeah. I'm imagining you got bumped backwards, okay. not forwards. Okay. Don't you feel better already? I mean, a little. Actually, I feel like I could finish these two buns I got here. Oh, heck maybe yeah, I'll that's just, dessert to me. Maybe I'll just snack away there and uh, be, be topped off. No big deal. Yeah, toss me that bun. Oh, you want You want half a bun? Oh, yeah. Uh, dessert sounds good. Dessert all right. All, all right. All right. Here you go. Woohoo. Uh, after, after finishing the fragment of bun, uh, Solinar goes to open back up the door. As you open the door, you see the familiar sight of the library from before. 
Well, this isn't Moonsu's shop at all. Are you sure? He might be behind the books. No, no, he was def- there was this door right here. I've got an idea. And Solonar closes the door and then knocks on it. Who is it? I was gonna- I was gonna see if they would hear us knocking on the door with it being closed, since it's Moonsy's door. But I don't know. Johannes opens the door. Hello, we're back! It's the library. Meanwhile, Boat's like, now all the rice dumplings are mine. (laughs) (laughs) Koza goes back to open the door back up for them. You notice they are not there. Wait, like, what am I seeing? You're seeing the hallway. Did they step? They went into the library. No, we haven't gone anywhere. I jumped into the library. Yeah, Johannes did. Oh. So you just see Solonar. Okay. I was going to say, like, I wouldn't have gone in. Uh, Solonar, okay, you're still there. How did you? I I blinked. I literally I blinked. There was no Moonsy door. Johannes went into the library, and now there's a Moonsy door. You know what? I opened this library door. <laughs> the one to the south or the one to the east? No, the one I just came through. The one that Koza has opened. That you're unable to open it. It seems like it's locked. Uh, well, Solana. <laughs> Solonar is unable to hear you. Solonar! Oh my god. I'm sorry, Dave. Uh, I can't um, open the door. <laughs> Solonar, uh, where did Johannes go? He he he's in the room that this door is for. I tell you what. Uh, uh close it, I'll close the door. You get yep. Johannes back. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh I'd say count Swing. count to 30. Oh, he's gone. Uh Solonar opens the door. And Johannes is there. Whoa, wait. Can I roll yep. to see if I ran away? Because Solonar locked the door. <laughs> sure. I guess that'd be a will save. Yeah. What, do I, what am I rolling? High or low? If you roll low, you ran. Okay, okay. Wisdom wisdom saving throw. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. Two. Solonar, you're going to open the door to see Johannes already at almost at the other end of the room. Question. What do I have to roll to see if I accidentally open up the door again while he's in the um, threshold? <laughs> you won't be able to open the door if he's in the threshold. Oh, okay. The universe will not uh, allow it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are trying a to create space. like a, a a space continuum collapse, and I'm just I'm just letting you guys know that there's not going to be a continuum collapse. I just want a temporal pair of socks. <laughs> I think that is uh, a really good item. <laughs> Alex, excuse me one moment while I work on some more Moonsy items. Just a sec. I, I think Chapman just tried to kill Solinar by opening a portal when he's halfway through it. It's a good thing it was Chapman <laughs> and not Koza. <laughs> I was just trying to send you into like the, to like a spiraling abyss of nothingness. The, you know? Yeah, the you, celestial can plane. A, you can become a god. Guys. Oh my god. Uh, so so Solonar sees Johannes across the way and kind of like lunges forward and he's like Johannes Johannes turns and there's just tears in his eyes and he's like Solonar why did you lock the door on me so it it turns out door only opens on this side and uh I can't get to where you are if the door is open. So I need you to come back to me. I promise I won't lock the door. 
Okay, that's all I need to hear from you. That makes me feel better than, like, you won't lock the door on me. In a scary temple. Now, now to be clear, I, I had not meant to lock the door on you before. But it's just the way Moonsy's door works, I guess. Okay. Uh, as soon as Johannes is back in the hall, Solonar's going to close the door again and be like, and now we wait. Mm, let me put my socks between this threshold real quick. Koza. Mm-hmm. Are you going to try and reopen the door? Yeah, I'll try. I'm going to open the door again. All right. Uh, Koza reopens the door uh, and you see Johannes and Solonar outside in the hallway. Oh, thank goodness. I thought I wasn't going to get to buy any magic loot. Um, well, hello. Uh, have you have you found soon in your life? Are, do you believe in soon? Me? Yeah, soon is a great goddess who has been able to bring lots of joy into people's lives. And Koza, I think that you could you're a beautiful man who would get a lot out of the words of soon. I don't understand what brought this up. Have you have you heard the good news? Boat, what are you doing right now? Uh, Boat's enjoying a little bit of peace and quiet. He's uh, chatting up Moonzy, asking where everybody went. Hey, hey, friend! It looks like everybody went out the door and it's shut. Uh, they can, they're going to be able to get back. I certainly hope so, my friend. So- As we have discussed before, I know nothing of what happens outside these walls. Do you know how your shop travels from place to place? I do not. I know that. It appears where it is most needed, though I am not sure if that is by its own will or the will of something else. Can it be in multiple places at once? It cannot. That I know. Okay. That's interesting. Because, uh, you know, if they weren't able to come back in, that would indicate to me that maybe it's like they're not, they don't need it right now. I'm, I am not sure what to tell you, friend. Mm-hmm. I know very little of how I came to be here or what this shop even truly is. I know. We've been through this before. I'll get it out of you eventually. But in the meantime, uh, let's take advantage of this uh, relative shopping privacy here. And you can uh, tell me what some of the best deals are so I can snipe them out from under everybody else if they manage to find their way back from whatever netherworld of darkness they may have stumbled into rolling Solonar out the door. Well, I have a couple of new things in stock from last you came. Uh, There are new items in the discount bin as well. I remember that that was a place you were fond of. Oh, yeah. They call me Thrifty Boat. I'll, uh, let me, uh, let me take a look at the old, in the old change barrel over there. As you look in the discount bin, you see three things. A pair of, of spectacles with pink lenses. A strange sewn hand puppet. Uh Uh-huh. And a bucket that appears to have a hole in it. I have several questions. The first of which is, are the pink lens sunglasses peril-sensitive sunglasses? They look kind of John Lennon-y. Okay. Um, what does the puppet look like? Is it like King Friday-esque? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's actually not terribly dissimilar. Uh, and then- Though you aren't quite sure what parody of a man it's supposed to depict i mean do we mean parody of a man in that it's sort of an eldritch form roughly in a (laughs) bilaterally symmetrical shape or no uh you can't tell if it's like a king or a thief or a yeoman you just it's you can't tell and then the other one's a bucket with a hole in it yes 
Lindsay, what kind of uh, what kind of info can you give me to help inform my purchasing decision? Well, I can tell you that the bucket that is in there, uh, if you pour a liquid into it, it will come out the hole at the bottom. But it will come out a different liquid. So we have a Jesus bucket. <laughs> I am not sure what rhyme or reason there is to the fluid exchange. But... <laughs> Let's not use the word fluid exchange. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I want to have um, wondered over there so I can, my characters. So Koza is hearing this also. Absolutely. Koza is going to take the bucket and cast... Um, uh, what is it? Create water? I think that's a. Is that wait? Is that a full spell or is that a? It's a level one. Okay, never mind. I don't do that. <laughs> okay. But I do take some water out of my water skin and pour it in there. Just a little bit, though. As you pour the and water, I cut my hand, almost I cut my almost hand. directly down the hole. It comes out as fri- as like this very sort of thick brown, cold fluid. Because it's going to sniff it? It smells sweet. You're going to lick it? Uh, you won't have any frame of reference for this, or at least Koza won't, but it's a chocolate malt. Oh, that's good. That's very good. This is like, this is like the Waterworld water recycling machine, but better. <laughs> <laughs> it's not always better, I'm going to tell you right now. You pee in the bucket. It comes back as worse pee. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else's pee. You didn't know. That's my least favorite kind. (laughs) You haven't even eaten asparagus. How did this happen? Oh no. We'll hang it up. We'll hang it up on a nail and pour stuff in it and call it ye olden shower. (laughs) Yes, I want to shower in chocolate malt. I don't like things. I don't think that's the joke Brandon was making. So. Uh, Does Moosey so, sell sodas? No. Does he sell other liquids? There are potions. Ooh, and what's the cheapest potion Moonsy has? 50 gold. You, you're a you liar. You're just you're just trying to sabotage my plan. <laughs> no, I, I wrote it down. It's in my notes. Um, all right, well let's move on. Let's move on to the glasses. Those are interesting glasses. Uh those rose-tinted lenses will make it so that you cannot see anything that would upset you. Hmm. Anything at all. That really seems like it defeats the point of life. You shouldn't live in a haze of acceptability. You should be forced to confront head-on disquieting things in your world. I'll take them. How much? <laughs> uh, I would say that that could be actually a very useful item. Not for us, but um, if we... Needed to do something uh, clandestine. The rose-tinted lenses would be a single gold, my friend. Sold, my friend. I will add it to your tab. Oh, my stomach hurts again. And the final thing in there, that strange cloth doll. Mm -hmm. When you wear it on your hand, it gives you supernatural powers of ventriloquism. However... You cannot make the puppet say anything but rude insults to your character and person and appearance. Sold. <laughs> Are you buying the insult for the record? Uh, yes, I'm buying the Triumph insult. the Insult comic dog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Hey, uh, so, so- pick that log looked pretty easy to pick. 
for me to poop on. <laughs> All I ask is please don't actually use Triumph's voice because I imagine that that's probably infringing onto another creator's territory. It's Robert Smigel. <laughs> yeah, All right, so the note is, upon wearing this item in your hand, you become capa- a capable ventriloquist, but the puppet will only respond with cutting and insightful insults to you. For you to poop on. Um, Do you think he's talking uh, about mustard? Solinar, since you can add the rose-tinted lenses to your inventory, wearer is unable to perceive anything around them that would cause them distress. And I used an ellipsis at the end. So does it ha- do they have to specifically be worn on the face, or is it just carried with you? Uh, you have to be, they have to be worn on the face. They're like John Lennon sunglasses. Okay. J-Lo. Uh, the odd insult puppet is going to be like 50 silver. Okay. Yeah, 100%. Was anybody buying the liquid bucket? I know Koza had it. Um, how much is the, the liquid bucket? That one would be three gold, my friend. Um, well, I guess it wouldn't hurt to keep it on hand, but um, I'll come back to it. What other items do you have? Well, those are the only items that I have for discount today, but he walks over to a glass case behind his counter. I have these two potions here. He puts down two elaborate bottles filled with a crimson liquid. I have this interesting piece, and he displays a golden necklace with two red beads on it. Um, I have this new piece. He holds up a really familiar looking shield and these two pieces. And he puts down a helmet that's engraved with runes and a strange leather cap. Now, hold on. How did Moonzy, because I know Nintendo is really litigious. How did he get licensing to have a Hylian shield in here? It's not a Hylian shield. Oh, oh. What was the first item? Uh, the first item he were, were the two potions he had. What are what potions are these? A potion of healing and a potion of greater healing. Ah, uh, of course. Um, the necklace. This is a strange necklace. These two beads, if broken off and used, will allow you to cast a fireball spell. Oh, do they... it's a necklace of fireballs with two beads on it. Okay, and the shield. This is an arrow-catching shield, is how I've heard it referred to before. Oh, I think I've heard of this before, but, um... Yes, you, you've heard of it because it looks exactly like Johannes's shield. Because ah! it looks and it's like, oh, oh, of course. And, I, and, and the helmet, though? This is a helm that will allow you to comprehend any spoken language, whereas this will allow you to breathe underwater. Oh, I'll take the underwater one. All right, the cap of water breathing is a thousand gold. The cap of... Yeah, the cap of... is a thousand gold. Koza, like, goes to reach into his coins, and he hears... I'm sorry. So, and then he looks at Solnar and Johannes and Grave. Can any of you all spot me 500 gold? Good God, man! What? Well, if if each each of y'all spotted me two hundred gold, that would be more than enough. 
I just um, deeply like that uh, Koza responded to the same way that I've walked into certain shops and looked at a price tag and immediately been like, all right, all right, how do I get out of here without looking like I didn't know what I was walking into? Here you go, Koza. All right, Johannes, uh, subtract 200 gold, or are you giving him 500? I'm giving him five. He asked for 500 gold. Here you go, Koza. Do you oh. have 500 gold? Yes, Johannes? I do. All right, subtract it from your inventory. Oh, I, I, I can't. can't. I'm, I'm, I'm a little disappointed in you, Moonzy, for being so incredulous at my gold pieces. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't Moonzy. That was, that was the voice in the sky. I don't believe you, friend. You are God. poor. <laughs> are you questioning my wealth, God? You've bestowed this upon me. <laughs> I'm questioning that you still have all that money after your party members are bleeding you dry. So... They're not really bleeding me dry. That's the thing. I, it's pretty much not been too bad. Uh, so there you go. Uh, I think that. The, that cap will look fetching on you. Oh, uh, question, Moonzy. How do you? Oh, sorry, Solnar. Were you saying something? Uh, well, what I was I was going to say, not necessarily Solnar, is that uh, I currently have a little over five hundred gold in my inventory. I don't quite remember how it all got there, but I feel like it happened recently. Yeah, we got a yeah, bunch we, of gold. we got a big payday recently. But I so. now have forty gold. <laughs> <laughs> And a cap of water breathing. And I owe uh, Johannes 500 gold. <laughs> Make sure you write that down, though. I don't think Johannes is going to yeah. collect. Uh, Moonzy, what do you use your gold for? Uh, could you, yeah, I was going to say I do look like to see where he but happens to the gold after I give it to him. You see uh, what you would expect a merchant lockbox behind the counter. He opens it and deposits the gold within and shuts it the same way any merchant would. Is there a hole at the bottom, and then when the gold goes in, out of the bottom comes, like, a lot of, like, very organized stacks of cash? (laughs) (laughs) You guys don't see anything strange or interesting, though admittedly, you know, you kind of have to, like, look around. Oh, I wasn't looking around. I'm just asking him that question. I'm saying if one were to look. Mm. Um, so, uh, oh, um... If we could also afford that helmet, it could also be very useful. Um, Lindsay, what do you use your uh, goal for? Not to be prying, but my family owns businesses, I, and I, it always seems important for me to be able to learn about these things. The part of his face that you would expect to be eyebrows raises slightly, and he looks pensive for a moment. Yeah. <laughs> I am not sure, my friend. All I know is that these items demand a price, and it is only right for them to be bought. Mm, transactionally. He stops. He stops and kind of looks with air quotes down. Yes. Items are... Everything is for a price, my friend. These are simply ours. Hmm. Well, do you ever buy items from other people? I do not. I wake up in the morning and the shop has new stock. Oh, well, that's very interesting. I do not know where the items come from and I do not know how they got there, but I know what they do and how much they cost. Do you have other customers besides us, Moonzy? I have had... He stops and kind of looks down. He, 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 he gestures down again and you see his shoulders kind of slump. I have had many customers, adventurers like you, my friend. Hmm... Many have passed through here. Hmm. Well, that's awesome. I'm glad that you stay busy and uh, because you you run a tip-top place here, so it's good news that other people get to 
see this wonder shop. I am I'm thrilled that you think so, my friend. What do you think about this shield? I haven't figured out a lot about it, but I feel like it's a very secret, sac- sacred. It looks very similar to the shield I see on your back. Well, I've got a shield on my back. You have two shields on your yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I, the, the shield. No, I meant the. the uh, yes, I was holding up the shield that I know that this one is uh, exactly like that one. A very arrow catching shield. You know, if arrows see it, they're like, they catch themselves in it. They're like, oh, you're looking pretty good there, arrow. But this shield over here, I don't uh, I don't know too much about it. You're, you know a lot of things about things and stuff. What do you think? Alon, what are the what is the other shield that you have? Is it just the bronze shield? To my knowledge. Okay. I rolled a one, I think, when I tried to identify it. So but I would have told you what to write on your sheet. You, I'm pretty sure you told me it was very sacred. Yes. Okay. Cool. I was trying to. I give you a lot of shields and a lot of maces, and I'm trying to <laughs> identify which ones are which. Yeah. I rolled a one on it. You said it was it was very uh, sacred or, or very I, I felt like it was very special. Moonsy is going to take the shield and give it a once over. This is the shield of bronze dragon warriors, priests who have dedicated themselves to battle. Mm. Cool. It's just occurred to me. Don't we have a, a spooky book? Oh, Maybe yeah. Moonsy knows something about the spooky book. Um, I, Koza, did you pick uh, that up? I, I did. Um, Koza pulls it out of his uh, pack and puts it on the counter. You see Moonsy freeze up for a second. When he puts it on the counter, does it like, <laughs> does it make this louder than normal thump? There's some reverb that goes around and makes the thump kind of It's echo. a very ominous, like, yeah. if yeah. this was a movie, it would be, pan- like, the, the camera would be panned down from, like, the floor. There's wh- or just like from the yeah, counter with itself. Fish eye lens. There, I was gonna say there's his whispers like you hear whenever uh, they, you see the ring in, Elo- in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Koza put, takes the book and he puts it down, and, and we're all standing in the room, and it's like this. Moonsy stiffens and freezes up a little bit. Where did you get this? Uh, uh, from the um, the the shrine. There was a puzzle. And we sold it. Well, now we have this. This is very, very old. Oh. This book comes from across the misted sea. Whoa! Wow. Wow. Um, oh, so... You... you, I, I can't quite read your expressions, but I, from the way you, um, you're speaking and the way you froze there... Should we be worried about this? I, I think we were. This also- is a book of dark, dark magic. Oh. Yeah, it seems really evil. Has it? Is it sealed? I forgot. There's a lock. There's like a lock on it, but it's one of those like pop locks that you press down, and it will unhinge. It will drop it. So is there no. anything we should know about this before we open it? Or I will admit, my friend, my knowledge of this is limited. But I do know that this is a tome of Balaros. What's that mean? I wish I had more information. When the misted seas became shrouded all those years ago, there was 
there was a rending of sorts. The world beyond was separated from ours in a way that magical means do not pass through. There is a hole in my mind that I feel. There is a place where there was once knowledge, but it has been taken away. I feel as if I've forgotten it long ago. Very, I remember some. I remember, I remember Balaros. Do I remember this book being connected to Balaros? Would you like to purchase this book? I would. If only to keep it out of the hands that I believe would use it to do harm. Balaros is an entity not that controls dark magic, but is dark magic itself. Koza turns to the party and is like, it, it seems you all trust Moonsy. And admittedly, I don't feel safe keeping this with us. Should we sell it? Oh, I, I, I don't know if we should sell it. That thing's evil. If Moonsy's taking it on, I think that we should give it to him. Oh? I mean... I'm not going to complain when somebody is trying to make a responsible move to protect both us and everyone else from potential danger. Also, this would nicely solve the problem of Johannes getting his money paid back. But says sheathing his javelin. Yes. He slowly releases his fingers from it. The white knuckles get some blood back in and they start to recover. (laughs) Not again. I, I only have one problem with this plan, and that is that while they admittedly hid it away behind secret telescopes, which is a weird sentence to say, uh, the bronze priests acquired this book and were holding it for something. And they I don't... might have been protecting it, Solinar. They could have acquired it accidentally, like we did too, and just needed to find a way to hide it. You think they were protecting it? They weren't they didn't have plans to give it to someone specific or a maybe dragon, even a to metallic use it. dragon priest would never use something like this. Alita, I've got a question for you. And I'm going to need your, 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 our guiding leader who's never steered us wrong. And I, Alex, you're making faces, but Alita, I know, understands her that she has guided us. We've done uh, multiple shrines and we're going to do our second temple. We're crushing it because Alita's our leader and has a name very close to that. So, Alita, I'm going to need your help on this one. I feel like Soon has chosen me to be a uh, bronze dragon priest. Because I just if everything lines up, that soon really wants me to make sure that I uh, really do good by the bronze dragons. And as such, do you think I should take on the mantle of being the guardian of this book? Johannes, I think you would make an excellent dragon priest. My only concern is at the moment there are no dragons for which you to serve. I think that if I'm going to trust anyone with the book, it would be Johannes. But I also don't disagree that Moonsy might be a good place for safekeeping. To be honest, I'm not really sure what the right answer is. I... She looks over at the book. There is a part of me that wants to see if there's anything we could use against them. But 
I don't think that'll be right in the end. So because of that, I don't think I should make this choice because my heart wants us to keep it for reasons that I don't think are right. I mean, best mages in all of Virian are in Alaria. We could take the book to Alaria, see if the queen's got like a court mage or something like that. Maybe I'm they could take a look at it. I'm going to step in here and maybe this is because... I'm a halfling, and whenever things of great evil need to be transported, it seems smaller people historically have had to do it. Uh, but I do not think that this book should be used for anything. I don't care who, the, who is using it as a paladin. I must say that things that are evil, and this book truly is evil, uh, will not lead to a good outcome. Well, my my thought was less in the vein of maybe we should use part of it because I'm 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 on board with the it's a book of great evil and Moonzy seems frankly a little afraid of it, which is always a little unnerving. Uh, my thought was more if it's something that needs to be contained or if it itself is going to release a great evil, like Lord Alden said Cole might, then we should take it to someone who is very powerful and very capable in these things. And Moonzy, no offense, you're great, but I don't know how powerful or capable of, I don't, containing something like this you are. Um, Solonar, should I point out now that we're in a space that doesn't exist? The space between spaces is how I've heard it referred. I, I mean, I who, feel like who refers to it that way? I feel like it's much safer here than at, um, on us as we wander through this um, this uh, haunted, cursed temple. I don't disagree that it would be easier for us to leave it here. I just don't know that that's the best move. We could always get it back later. I mean, it's not like we're never going to run into Moonzy again. We actually don't know that we can get it back later. Moonzy's stock changes regularly, and Moonzy seems unaware of why or how. Moonzy. I will say, the crown is still there. The one Solinar saw. What does the crown do? Oh, the one, the one that... uh. Who picked that up? So one of us picked that up on an earlier visit, and Moonzy was like, no. Uh, Moonzy, if we sold this to you, would it remain safe here? I would do everything I could to prevent it from falling into the wrong hands. There are many aspects to dark magic. It is not inherently evil, but there is... You actually see him kind of swallow, like his, his neck does that movement there is a power to this book that I don't think should be used I am in alliance with you in that my friends so would we be selling it to you or giving it to you for safekeeping you should give it to him he's taking on a burden but at the same time I can't help but feel there's some sort of your your stock inventory is magical but you still ask for money so I I don't know if there's some sort of rules around if, that how about this Moonzy we're gonna put it in your your you you want to guard it so we're gonna put it in your safekeeping but we're not gonna sell it to you so it's not yours to sell 
He nods once, solemnly seeming. Koza slides it across the counter. He's going to take it and lock it into the same case as the crown of Shireen and a couple of other strange artifacts. I mean, I, I guess even if we gave it to the mages in Nalaria, there's the chance that they're like, ooh, this will be great for fighting the Boros Empire. And then they start using it. And then everybody gets turned into demons. And then the demons take over the world. And it's a whole other thing we have to deal with. Stop giving away all our bonus content. <laughs> Do I recognize the, um, the like design motifs on the um, crown, considering I have the necklace of Shireen. It does seem to be aesthetically very similar. If you had an outfit with both of them, it would match very well. That crown, though, it's it's similar to... Um, and uh, Koza pulls out the necklace from under his shirt. Moonzy turns again. You are full of surprises, my young friend. No, he's full of those little those little stuff pups. Do you know stuff pups is officially their name forever? Do you know the story of that that crown or maybe this necklace? I imagine that you all should know. Lady Astrid Shireen was a drow noble, rejected from her house. She, with the intention of earning back her honor, shall we say, joined with the chromatic dragons in an attempt to, well, to bring about the destruction that one would expect the chromatics would, ende would endeavor to do. However, it was during a failed journey, but she turned to the side of the metallics and they sealed one of the greatest weapons that the chromatics had. It was not enough to turn the tide of the war. And to my understanding, they all perished. But she was a powerful necromancer. Very powerful. What can the crown of Shireen do? It, like many of the relics of her, amplifies necrotic powers. The crown, I believe, is the most powerful of the relics, but it is something I would not give to a layman. It is quite powerful. I, I see. I'll take that to mean it's not for sale. And it's um not like I have the gold at the moment either. My friend, I would not know a price for it as it stands, but he stops. You are to bring about balance, correct? I believe so. You are here to bring the balance of magic and force back into equilibrium. We will meet again, and by then I will have an answer for you. Uh, okay, thank you. I'll, I'll try to save up. It will not come cheap, my friend. But know that I will think hard on what I believe is fair. Okay. Thank you. Speaking of bringing balance back to the world, we should probably stock up on some of these rations and... She looks back toward the door. Head back there. Um, uh, uh, Mr. Moonsey? Yes, my friend. Do you, um, does this store also perhaps operate as an inn? 
I do not have rooms. I have my own, and you are welcome to rest there, but I do not have beds enough for all of you. What if we um. slept on the floor? I would be willing to allow that, of course. I, I, I'm I, certain that I have enough blankets to make it somewhat comfortable. Well, I know I've got my bedroll. Sounds like we're in for a night under the moon. The story of either this Darth necklace Plague is the or... wise. <laughs> do, you, do you know the story? <laughs> it's a crum- it's it's a chromatic do you know the dragon story legend. Shireen the wise. I'm not surprised Lord Alden wouldn't tell you. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to do it. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, so. We're having like a serious information moment, and I am living for this. This is the same thing as last time, too. <laughs> um, Tose is killing a case of yinglings. 